Hey guys, and welcome to the Bro Wrestling Show. As always, Logan is here. Mm-hmm. And big week in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, we had SmackDown 1000. Mm-hmm. We had Raw, what, like 10,000 and something or something Somewhere. like that? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't as important. But oh. SmackDown 1000 was the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I guess, Raw, we kicked off with, like, the same things that we always do. Standard fare, yeah. Yep, we got we got the shield and the, the dogs of war. Mm-hmm. That's what they were called at one time. At one time, yeah. We had Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for a World Cup qualifier. Yeah. Rollins I was won. <laughs> actually kind of surprised by that. Why is that? Um, I mean, I guess we could just go ahead and talk about it now. Uh, I got a bone to pick with this uh, World Cup tournament. Because everybody's from the United States? Yes. <laughs> Except for McIntyre. <laughs> well, no, McIntyre's not in it. McIntyre's not in it. The closest oh, yeah. thing they have to an international person is Rey Mysterio. He's from San Diego. Who's from San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's not for lack of trying. It's just they had the wrong guys win. Like, you know, McIntyre could have been in this. Nakamura, Rusev. I don't know who else lost. Uh, Almas isn't doing anything. Yeah, that, that was weird. <laughs> Like, last I heard, Vince was so high on this guy, and, or maybe mm-hmm. he's just trying to keep everybody away from it that he wants doing anything. And it's weird, because you'd think that Seth Rollins would have something else to do. Right. Well, he's involved in this seemingly never-ending feud. Well, he's also got a championship belt, mm-hmm. which, you know, on its own is, like, something to do at a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that, yeah. Except at first the qualifying matches when it was, uh, you know, it was like Orton and Big Show and whoever else the first ones were. Um, it was like, oh, okay, they're doing Americans versus Americans because, you know, like it shouldn't just all be Americans. Uh, but then like the next week happened and it was like, an American versus some other guy. It's like, okay, what is this? And how is it a World Cup? I did see there's like a rumor out there that the whole reason they're even doing this World Cup thing is um, Qatar is hosting the next World Cup, uh-huh. and that is apparently a, uh, a rival nation of sorts for Saudi Arabia. Um, so they thought that if they did a wrestling world cup, uh, that's either like a makeup events to have, or like, I don't know, like it's, it's like on everybody's minds cause they're, they're the rival country has a, has a world cup of something. So now they do. Well, that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. That's stupid. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <I was> like, really? 
<laughs> you think they're going to end up moving this thing? Because there's been a lot of... Uh, or do you think they're just, like, not saying where it is to, like, yeah, kind of pretend like everything's okay? That is their uh, their response. Is they're just, oh, well, we'll just not say that it's in Saudi Arabia. And maybe they won't run, like, travel packages or whatever for, like, how great it is over there during the show. Yeah. I I don't know, man. Like, I really... (laughs) Everybody really seems to have, like, turned on them all of a sudden, like, in this Mm -hmm. whole thing. Because I don't remember hearing, like, this much, like, pissing and moaning about uh, uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, everybody's just real upset that we're going over there. Oh <laughs> uh, well, so nothing's changed about uh, you know the some of the same reasons that people were upset last time are still there. Um, but you didn't hear as much about it. The though. whole right, right, right. I'm building up to it. Yeah. Um, you know the it still sticks in people's craw a little bit. The uh, the women being left off the card and um. You know, all that stuff. And this, this one's a little bit more glaring, that issue, that they, the women aren't uh, on the card uh, because they have, like, an event where they're celebrating and it's named after right. like, how far women's wrestling has come. And then here we are. Uh, we have a show in a country where, you know, women don't have, like, basic human rights and all that jazz. No, none of that is different. Um, you're right. The one thing that is different is um, that reporter that was apparently like kidnapped and murdered by the royal family, oh, the yeah. family that is, uh, you know, hosting the event. Yeah, so people are. That's that's what they're bent out of shape. Didn't they have somebody there. else like disappear too? Like some somebody from like China, like some diplomat or? I'm sure there are plenty of people that have been made to disappear. Via the royal family of Saudi Arabia. Well, at least this guy's a wrestling fan. Yeah. We won't have any disappearances. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, back to it. Solid enough match. I mean, these two had wrestling matches enough that I think that the, they should have it down pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, Ambrose got upset about being referred to as the lunatic and walked off. Because apparently uh, new Dean Ambrose, while more muscular and manly looking, is a prima donna. Um, yeah, so continuity nitpick here. Um, so apparently he doesn't like the lunatic moniker. Remember how he was brought back? Yeah. As the lunatic in Seth As Rollins' corner? The lunatic. It's like, I have a lunatic. And he came out after that was spoken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. This storyline, it needs to end. Like, sooner mm-hmm. than... Sooner than later. Yeah. Um, yep. Just end it. Um, another storyline that I just don't care for and want to go away is the Brothers of Destruction 
And they came and they promised to make Degeneration X rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I'm pretty sure they did it again the next night too. Yep. Only, I think it was just Undertaker last just night. Just the Undertaker. Who got booed for saying Crown Jewel. <laughs> so if the Undertaker is getting booed, mm-hmm. you know you're doing something wrong. I'm starting to wonder if there isn't just some like contractual, like, we have to do this event thing. Yeah, because they gave us like $10 million or something like that for it. Or not right. us, but, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing, because a company that's... So they're not, like, the most into knowing how people will react and, like, you know, the best at knowing how they'll come across and all that stuff. They're actually, I think, average would be generous. Um, but they are a company that... Uh, publicly traded. Right. It is publicly <laughs> traded and, at the very least, is, like, conscious about their, like, image. You know, that's why, you know, Stephanie McMahon's title is chief brand officer. Her whole job is... Um, you know, recognizing how the company looks in situations and how to, you know, put the best foot forward to say. Um, so that being said, I, I wonder if there just isn't, you know, an easy, simple way to get out of this event. And that's why they are just trying to like get through the event. I wonder if it could, if it could be whittled down to like, uh, not hugely like a it, it could be whittled down to just like an hour on the network <laughs> like because like maybe they're contractually obligated to have the event but maybe they don't have to like promote it and put it on the network and then people will kind of just forget about it yeah i uh i don't know didn't they do another show I know there was another show. I know, like, the whole Middle East isn't, like, the same. But didn't they have another one where the women were actually allowed to wrestle and they didn't show anything on the network? Yeah, they toured over in uh, the United Arab Emirates. Uh, and the women wrestled. They just wore, like, full-body right. suits. Uh, well, at least it's getting somewhat progressive over there. Mm-hmm. The women are allowed to drive cars now. There's that. And they do get one eye hole. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I... Man, I never thought I'd say this, but I just want The Undertaker to go away. Yeah. Kane, too. Like, yeah. go go be mayor. That's what you, like, decided to do. And Triple hey, H... Go be mayor. Huh? Go be mayor. <laughs> like, there's... I have a hard time believing that there's, like time in your schedule to do wrestling you're the mayor i didn't think it was allowed of not like a sprawling metropolis but like i don't know like knoxville's not like it's not like wake forest well it's knox county it's not just knoxville right it's it's an entire county that he's responsible for there's like hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> Well, maybe like one hundred thousand people. I don't know. I don't know the population breakdown, but I know that it's not like the middle of nowhere. It's you more know, than like, five. That's where, yeah, that's where like University of Tennessee is. It's it's it's. It, I would venture to guess it's one of the the five most populated areas in the state. Probably, certainly behind Nashville and Memphis. It's probably number three, but 
without actually knowing. But I didn't think stuff like this was allowed. Yeah, I allowed or not. I'm I'm surprised he's like. I mean, unless maybe you know, it, it's possible that he's not like the active mayor. I don't know if the mayor works like the the president, where you get elected in November and then you don't actually get like sworn in and start doing things until January. That could but, be a thing. Like maybe he's still in that kind of. He's just the mayor elect still at this point, but it's for me. It's more of like a if I like lived there and was like I don't know. I saw like potholes on certain streets or like I don't know. If there was like other issues around town, like the schools are crummy or something like that. I'd be like, hey, how about instead of wrestling, you uh, you work out that? <laughs> well, not only that, but he's also like. Going to Saudi Arabia and he is a yeah. like, government official in the United that's States. That's, that's another good point, yeah. And it's not like he's going to like have a meeting. He's going to have a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not going to like try to like mend bridges or anything like that. Although he did right. say he was donating like all the money he was personally making to some some foundation or something like that. That's good. But I mean, he's. He's rich off of cryptocurrency anyway, so he's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I just, the, the boiler room with the pink lights, I'm like, come on, come on. Yeah, that was a kind of a hokey setup there for these guys. Oh. Up next we have, uh, Nia Jackson, Ember Moon versus Tamina and Dana Brooke. And this is the most hodgepodge piece together piece mm-hmm. of crap that I have seen since. What is this thing? Like, they don't, and I don't, and they probably do it with the men too. I just don't remember it. But like, you just had a match. Like, why do you have to throw them over the top rope? Like, <laughs> in this setting? Like, why is that the thing that you're doing? No, that's definitely a, it's definitely a thing. Whenever there's a, although maybe they've cut back on it a little bit, but there's, they've been pretty consistent with having, uh, like around the Royal Rumble, whenever there's, there's not really a feud, it's just, oh, these guys are in the Rumble. The segment will always end with, uh, I'm going to throw you over the top rope because that's what, uh, we're going to be doing in the match. It's just super hokey. And this was bad to start off with, you know, just based off of the names involved. Oh, hey, uh, congratulations to SmackDown for fleecing Raw, uh, uh, in my opinion, uh, for getting Big Show for uh, Tamina in a trade that wasn't announced, but we can all assume happens. <laughs> they just, they don't know what's happening. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I need to say anything else about that, really. Uh, then we had Ronda Rousey. Um, and an interaction with Rousey and the Bella Twins. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I want to say that the Cena line was kind of low-hanging fruit, but coming from, like, smiling, laughing, happy happy to be there, babyface Ronda, this was maybe the – was this the strongest promo? Yeah, probably. Or was um, it just, just the, her most recent th- good one? Oh. Um, 
I mean, like I'm trying to remember did, when she originally came on. Did she have some strong moments? No, not really. I I think no. that that like segment that they did with her and Kurt Angle was pretty good. Right. But uh, I wouldn't call that a promo. No, yeah, it wasn't her like out live for the microphone. Yeah, I, I, this was probably her best promo. She was still kind of like mumbly and like mm-hmm. I don't think she knows how to talk on a mic. I think that's something she really needs to work on. Honestly, that's that's usually like the last skill <laughs> that comes, and right. so for some people, it never comes. Yeah, but she sounds so like uh, I don't know. She can at least like at she least get to the point where she has like. The cadence of a wrestler. There are some guys that when they talk, they just kind of sound like they're reading lines. But right. that's because when they're talking, they're reading lines. Yeah. Uh, she at least just gets to that point. She definitely did better than the other two. Mm-hmm. The Bella Twins are so bad. It's weird because they... Shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, because... You know, the the Total Divas and Total Bellas show, that stuff's like s- scripted television, too, and they... Nuh-uh. <laughs> they come off as normal. Well, you know, they are they don't they don't sound like robots and stuff on that show. I mean, there's probably a little bit more, like, fluidity to it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Total Bellas and Total Divas and, like, all of those, like, women's shows are completely, like, contradicting everything that Stephanie McMahon's trying to say she's doing for, like, women in wrestling. Mm. (laughs) And then you've got, like, the other, like, thing that kind of, like, bothers me, and I don't know if this was a miss, like, a misspeak, or if, like, this was intentional, but she kept referring to it as, like, the Divas title. Hmm. Um, Bree, or, uh, not Bree, uh, Nikki, the less bad Bella. Is it because I know um, something about the they were like a section of this promo they were like defending the like diva era and like the name diva and how it's kind of thrown around derogatorily now but I mean that's probably what it was yeah but did I mean, mean something I mean still like again it's just kind of it's weird that they even used the term diva because, mm-hmm. you know, Vince has those like band words and I yeah. could have sworn that that would have been one of them. I mean, maybe this was one of their like more softly band words and they thought they'd get like the, it, it, I don't, it hasn't been long enough, uh, since, you know, they rebranded the divas, um, that I think maybe in, five-ish years time if somebody made mention of diva there would have been more of like a ooh, we can't we don't say that right. uh, okay i think that's that's probably maybe what the reaction was intended to be i just maybe vince thinks that nikki and john are still together <laughs> so she gets a pass yeah do you feel like he's kind of like the uh the like approving like parent like when the the husband and wife get a divorce and they don't want to tell the family, and mm-hmm. they're just like pretending to still be together, do you kind of feel like it's just going to bring his whole world down if he finds out that they're <laughs> not the power couple anymore? <laughs> From his... Yeah. And ruin his WrestleMania moment. Oh, uh, yeah. Poor Vince. <laughs> oh, Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler. 
in a World Cup qualifier. Yes, the World Cup. Are they allowed to call it that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's... Because uh, I guess there is a Hockey World Cup, too. Mm-hmm. And a Basketball World Cup. Is there? Mm-hmm. What about football? Uh, football. I don't think so. I don't really know if anybody's playing football besides us at this point. I think the Canadians and the Australians do. <laughs> well, Australians have their own version of football. It's all the same. It's practically rugby. It's all the same. Um, so pretty good show for pretty good showing for both guys again. Um, mm-hmm. Just like that funky like outside interference crap, just kind of, and then Seth trying to save it, and then Dean getting mad at Seth and pushing him, and blah blah blah. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same crap that needs to end. Mm-hmm. If it was just a regular match, it would have been perfectly fine. I kind of hope with all this, like, teasing tension and whatever between Seth and Dean that uh, nothing actually comes of it and Dean turns on Roman. That I mean, that's the best. I, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. Like, I, I think that's the best way that mm-hmm. they can go about doing this. Or, I mean, like, turning, or yeah. Roman turns on the other two. They wouldn't do that. No, they wouldn't do that. But like that would be the, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I liked Seth's heel run, and I, I think a lot of people are liking it more in retrospect. Eventually, uh, I mean, <laughs> initially it was pretty obnoxious. Like it, it, it started off like okay. Once he got the t- mm-hmm. like getting up to getting the title was good, mm-hmm. and then he had the title, and it was really bad for a while. Because they had all these just like garbage matches where like Kane was his partner and like allowed to be there. Yeah, J and J security was there, and that that was all bad. And then when he and started like having matches by himself again, it was good again. He'd come out and laugh, and he'd say "ha ha ha," and that's what his promos would be like. It was great. Um, what was I talking about? Um, no, no, no. As much as I liked that, uh, I kind of, I've kind of always thought in the back of my mind the move uh, to break up the shield should have been Roman. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, but that's dead and buried now. It's yeah. And you know what? It's not like having the initial turn – of Ambrose on Roman doesn't mean it's not like like him and Seth would still be cool like you're still he's turning on the whole group so like that would would be there you know like eventually Roman and Seth crossed paths it wasn't like eh no we're cool because you beat the snot out of Dean you didn't really, you only hit me like once <laughs> <laughs> and I and I had a chest protector on so it's cool right yeah <laughs> so I still wear even though I'm a face yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. uh, up next we had another advertisement for the Mixed Match Challenge with Finn Balor versus Jinder Mahal again, with each of them having their female counterparts, Bailey and Alicia Fox. So, without having watched the Mixed Match Challenge, um, have these guys just not wrestled yet these teams or is there like are they doing like a series thing because they've been interacting on raw for the last month i 
haven't watched it yet, mostly because I'm tired of seeing it on Raw every week. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure this gets cut on the Hulu cut. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I have no idea what's even going on in there. I might binge it, but I just really, like, don't care at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> like, all the teams have changed now because, like, everybody's getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I don't care. Like, I don't care about any of this, and it's bad. Mm-hmm. So, and, then, like, the fact that they're bringing Finn Balor down, like, yeah. somebody who's so over by, like, the fans, despite, mm-hmm. like, what WWE keeps trying to do since bringing him up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that they're having him in matches against Jinder Mahal, who could any second, like, forget to pull back an elbow and knock him out mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, I get that you gotta have, like, you've, You've got to have like this place on the card, but I don't think Finn Balor's the guy for this place on the card. Yeah, he'd be, almost w- be better off on two hundred five live at this point. Mm-hmm. I will say I do think this uh, this Bobby Lashley feud that they're teasing is going to be good for both guys. Yeah, I do too. Um, I'm curious to see where that goes. Yeah, um, and actually, like the I. I Having uh, Leo Rush and uh, Bobby Lashley come out like while they were still celebrating, I thought was a mm-hmm. decent touch. But like, yeah. really, that might have been the highlight of the entire match. Yeah. And then Bobby Lashley buried Tyler Breeze. Yeah. And that was a little disappointing. He did get like a surprising amount of offense in, but it was all mm-hmm. kind of that like trying to come back and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's fine. Fandango's on his way back. He'll be back soon. And then we'll have the fashion police getting buried as a, as a couple. Yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next segment that actually mattered, kind of, to some people, I guess, is Alexa Bliss and Mickey James mm-hmm. coming out to talk to Trish and Lita, who have just been awful. I, I'm like not excited about Trish and Lita being back, and I'm really afraid that this is going to be a really bad match. Yeah, I'm finding myself not as excited as I should be. Like, I, I feel like this whole thing should have just been, um, Alexa and Mickey, like, trash talking, and then, um. Hi, Alexa. Yeah, there's my, uh, <laughs> My Amazon products in the background there. Um, I guess I'll just have to refer to her as Mrs. Bliss. Um, otherwise, I will raise the attention of a, a certain device. Um, <laughs> it, so it should have just been like Bliss and, and James smack talking, I think, week after week. And like the week before Evolution, um, Mickey and Lita show up. But like having Mickey and Lita on... Uh, every week here has been, I don't know, like they're like hall of famers and they did a lot for the, just the company, uh, you know, and women's wrestling at a time where, uh, there wasn't really such a thing in mainstream wrestling, but like it's come so far that even 
those two are kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> Trish uh, probably more so than Lita, but yeah, right. Like if they were around now, um, like they would be, like, I don't want to say Bella's level, but like you know, that's how far it's come. There's like legitimate athletes in the division now, and they're just like serviceable i mean i get they're also like older than they were in their prime right um and lita actually that's unfair to lita lita was actually pretty athletic but yeah um, well that's why that's why i said like yeah was probably a little bit better than trish but but yeah it's i don't i don't know about and they're just not good enough promos that they should have been on every week and Alexa, dang it, is, um, one of her strengths is talking. So, um, you know. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Did we get all of that? Got all of it. I didn't think um, we'd have a third person on today's show. <laughs> yeah, hey, special guest. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, that just completely derailed me. I think I got my point across. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Uh, up next, we have the Authors of Pain versus the Conquistador. Yes. And this ended exactly how you would have expected it to. Mm-hmm. The authors of pain beating down the conquistador, unmasking the conquistador, and finding out that it was not Kurt Angle. Not Kurt Angle. And as uh, Constable, no, he's not Constable anymore, GM Corbin, acting mm-hmm. GM Corbin, uh, is upset about the unmasking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets a high angle slam. Yes. And. Yeah, this, again, probably will still be a pretty good feud. This wasn't, like, Mm -hmm. their strongest segment, but it wasn't, like, the worst Mm -hmm. thing I've seen tonight. Yeah. Or at least there was that. I'm actually liking this, and it's, 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 uh, yeah, I don't know. This is everything that the Corbin and Balor feud uh, was supposed to be, I think. The only issue is that feud happened right as he became a person of authority and I don't know like this is this is just working like seeing Kurt Angle go out there and attack Baron Corbin I'm like yeah get that jerk whereas it <laughs> wasn't it wasn't like something I was feeling during the the Balor feud right yeah well that's because the Balor feud was like way too long mm-hmm. and like I guess did it keep going after the demon thing, or did they end it like right after that, or did they kind of pretend like they were going to keep going, and then they're like, "Nah, we're good." So yeah, the demon thing was like the middle of the feud, yeah, because he beat him in thirty seconds or whatever, and then he came out the next night and said, that "I was, was supposed to thing. wrestle Balor the Man, not Balor the Demon," and then they feuded for another month. That's right. Yeah. Well, that was still better than what Balor's doing now. Mm-hmm. Which is the exact same thing, but you replace Corbin with Ginger Mahal. Yep. The Man of Peace. The Man of Peace. 
next we had Natalia with Bailey and the returning Sasha Banks versus Ruby Riot mm-hmm. with her squad of the same name. Yes. So don't bury the lead here. We also had the return of the uh the backstage antics from the Riot Squad. Yep. That the was much a thing. the much requested. What, the condiments on the door? That was, that yeah, was a low they're, blow. They're uh Sick Burn. They're being, they're being hoodlums again. Sick burn. <laughs> Got him. Um I, fine. Uh, like <laughs> this could have been like a decent match, but I didn't get any time. I didn't mm-hmm. really like that. Like the Riot Squad had to save uh, Ruby Riot either. Yeah, I'm just glad that Natalia didn't just like straight up win. Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's true. It just, I don't know. I don't know. It was a C match. That's fine. Yeah, that's that, that it was a better it, it was a better filler than like the the Finn Balor and although like it really seems like a big step back for Ruby Riot to be like feuding with you know Ronda Rousey and the Bellas and then all of a sudden she's back with Natty and the two afterthoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I whatever like like <laughs> like a year ago this that would have been. A good place to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Um, and next we have a new uh, a new feud brewing with uh, Apollo Cruz and Elias. Yes. And this is the most personality I've actually seen out of Apollo Cruz in like a while. Yeah, it was a nice little promo we cut. Although I just still just don't care, and I'm starting to care less about Elias as time goes on. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they've made him um like sports guy. <laughs> yeah. Like it it not only does it cheapen the Seattle moments, but it's like he's better than that. Like he he doesn't need to I don't know. Like I just don't like him taking like he's the guy who makes fun of the sports teams. No, Vince is on a kick. He'll get over it, and it'll be something else. Yeah. At least he's, like, got something consistently for Elias. That's, like, the one thing you can take away from it. It's the same stuff. It's just he's cutting right, but sports it's the same stuff. promos now. But, but it's something that you know that, like, Vince is just giggling to himself about in the back. <laughs> and he thinks he thinks that he's putting over this guy. I hear that, but um, I'm willing to bet that Vince doesn't know who or what a gritty is. That is that's too recent. That is too new for uh, for Vince. <laughs> he probably he probably just asked uh, Alexa what uh, <laughs> what was in Philadelphia. Plausible. What can I make fun of in Philadelphia? Oh, they've got this new ugly mascot? Yeah, yes. That's perfect. Yeah. And to be fair, like, Philadelphia knows that Gritty is freaking terrible. Yeah. Uh, At least he's paying attention. That's true. Um, 
And then next we had the Shield versus Strowman, Ziggler, and McIntyre. Yep. Again. Is that three matches in eight days? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And um, the Shield defeated Strowman. Mm-hmm. And all of them, Ziggler and McIntyre, mm-hmm. I think they pinned Ziggler. Yeah. Um, and Dean got the pin. He did. And the interesting thing, the most interesting thing was probably uh, what I'm actually kind of excited about is the inevitable Strowman-McIntyre uh, feud that's coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's actually going to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Although I kind of wish that like McIntyre would have like picked up Z- Ziggler after hitting uh, Strowman and then like carried him out mm-hmm. to show that they were still a cohesive unit. Yeah. And apparently uh, McIntyre hit him pretty good in the face because he had a black eye after the match. Ah. Uh, Strowman did, or like a welt on his face. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of want to keep seeing Ziggler and McIntyre together. Yeah, me for too. For like a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Like they can get rid of Braun, that's fine. But yeah. like he should have grabbed and like carried him out. Mm-hmm. Um, any other thoughts on Raw? Um, it, uh, it was. <laughs> it, well, it wasn't the worst Raw I've ever seen. It, it, I mean, it, it was it a lot of recycled I'm crap, just, but it wasn't I, the worst am... thing. Curious what the show is going to look like once they finally, like, don't have the S.H.I.E.L.D. and Dogs of War guys. No, other people are going to get opportunities. And then once you get the friggin' DX and The Undertaker and Kane off of there, too. Mm-hmm. That's like two hours gone. That's, that's, that is true. Um, all right, so SmackDown. Mm-hmm. We started off with Truth TV episode two, even though it had been canceled. I was kind of disappointed to not see any kind of Miz interaction here. Mm-hmm. And we got the McMahons. Yep. All three of them. All three of them. All three of them that are not working for the government. Yeah. <laughs> um. I... I didn't like Vince doing the dance break thing. Yeah, I didn't either. But and you know that was a hundred percent his idea. Mm-hmm. Like oh, this whole this whole segment was his idea. The McMahons could have been on this show in any sort of uh, capacity. They had to be out during uh, this, <laughs> which means that Vince has taken. I, I don't know, an interest in our truth <laughs> Yeah. We're getting an R Truth push. This is happening. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, this segment was so over, like, this is the perfect thing for Truth to be doing. They don't need to have, like, and while, like, Miz TV is fun for, like, building feuds and stuff, like, they mm-hmm. can still kind of work it in here. Like, Miz should be mm-hmm. wrestling against whoever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Carmella yeah. could be wrestling. Well, Carmella could probably be wrestling, but this might be a better place for her as well. Mm-hmm. And this was like a decent way, although they probably could have done like the edge thing like right off the bat, but that's fine. I don't know if they're going to have multiple like talk shows, but only like, but it's not going to be like Ms. TV, which is like the established one. Mm-hmm. And it's 
I don't know. I don't know. I, like I, I, I guess I'm like looking for something to be wrong with it because I do like the Truth TV. Like, like both of them have been fantastic as far as like our Truth goes. But like, mm-hmm. it, it didn't. It felt like off. Like looking back on it, I guess. Yeah. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, At least Shane didn't say his sister was hot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you caught that episode too. <laughs> I heard about. Uh, a certain interview he did recently. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> uh, Yikes. So up next we had AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan versus the Usos. Mm-hmm. And they did like the cop out. Oh, he bumped into me. That was a person. That was a intentional attack. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Aside from that, this was a great match. This was. Just I, I kind of. Kind of wish the Usos hadn't been like up to nothing before this because it was kind of just like I don't know it was just oh and, and you know like I guess maybe this is on me but like I don't know I was kind of just watching but not watching and because I was like oh it's the Usos so they'll like you know they don't win matches. And then they won. I was like, "Oh, dang it!" I, like, I, I feel like I should have been like invested in this. Yeah, I'm the, I, I'm the Osos guy. I think they'll probably get a feud with the Bar now. Yeah, man, that's got to happen, right? I'd say so. It's fresh. And the Good Brothers are still around there somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, this was a really good match, and it was surprising to see the Usos. You're not wrong about that. It was it was good to see them too. Like I guess they had a time to like go away and like kind of be away too, because you hadn't really seen them on TV. Like they lost a match and then they went away for a while, right? Mm-hmm. So it was good to see them again. Yeah. Uh, and then next we had the Evolution reunion. Mm-hmm. And this was actually a pretty funny. This was a pretty good segment. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, Batista probably talked a little bit too long and like that, like moment between him and Hunter was a little like cheesy. And then it was kind of mm-hmm. sad seeing like Ric Flair having no idea what was going on. And he just kept doing that one thing cause it got yeah. over with Hunter for one second. Yeah. And so he had to keep beating it into the ground. Yep. Um, uh, my favorite part was definitely where uh, Randy kind of pretended like he was going to sneak up on the group hug for an RKO. Did you catch that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then he just like pulled off. But Randy Orton's fantastic, man. Like just his like facial expressions. Mm -hmm. That like oh shit look that he made when Batista called out Triple H. Yeah. Um. So that's preview of WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Uh. But yeah. Well, I what do you what do you think of the segment? I loved it. I mean, it it apparently. Wrapped us of an Ellsworth appearance, but um, yeah, if I could add one or the other, I think that the right decision was made. Do you kind of feel like Ellsworth could have still like wandered in at any point and gotten like a Batista bomb or something? Oh, that would have been fun. Not the pedigree because he would have fucked up and put his head down and tried to kill yeah. himself like he did with AJ. But you know, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, Batista bomb. I mean, I'm sure like even in those super tight pants that he could have mm-hmm. pulled that off. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
it was a nice little like mini redemption thing for Batista, who the last time we saw him, um, or not the last time, but the second to last time, um, was the blue Tista night. And, you know, uh, he got, uh, it wasn't like a, there, not that there was an evolution chant, but once the music died down, it was a Batista chant. So it was like the last time he was on TV, uh, he was being like booed for existing. And now he's back and he's out there with this legendary group and he's the one getting the chances. Nice yeah. little moment for him. It's because everybody forgot how bad that his like last run was. <laughs> it wasn't so much bad as it was misguided. <laughs> See, he came back as like a conquering hero and like the guy who's going to tear down the authority. And it's, and people were just like, no, we want Brian. Right. And they're like, no, you want Batista. They're like, no, Brian, please. They're like Batista versus Orton. Brian, please. <laughs> 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 yeah. So he was just kind of wrong guy, wrong place, wrong time. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily bad. I think they eventually got it right by turning him heel, but. And he had that, he cut that awesome promo on SmackDown where he's like, I'm going to beat up all your little heroes. <laughs> but he did it all for us to entertain us. Yeah. <laughs> the keep it in your pants comment was kind of funny. And I yeah. feel like there was more to that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, Ric Flair might have been uh, me tooing some people. Well, there was the uh, the infamous plane ride from hell uh it was some overseas tour you've i'm sure you've heard about this, this is right the one that jr was talking about the one in 2002 no, where that it was, was a limo like uh it was such a, a weird time because who was like coming up and who was still randomly with the company so um <laughs> a, a phrase that sounds surreal i guess if you if you've never heard the story um they're on a plane riding back from overseas, probably Europe. Um, and um, Brock Lesnar and Mr. Perfect get into a, a like friendly but heated uh, like wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, I think Perfect was like shooting off saying like because of technique or whatever, he could like out wrestle anybody, like Greco Roman, like wrestle anybody, like leverage and, like pinning and stuff like that. Um, and Brock was like brand new. Like he had just gotten called up. Um, Scott Hall was still on the plane and, you know, was in full Scott Hall mode. Uh, some other stuff was going. I mean, look into it. <laughs> uh, I, I, anyway, I think I've heard this. The Ric Flair participation is apparently he was walking around the plane amidst all this other chaos um, wearing nothing but his robe, which was also not like fastened clothes, so he was uh, it was it was it was breezy, to say the least. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and then there was another story about um, him and Jr. in a limousine, and a bunch of women got really really upset about um something coming out. Intentionally this time. 
I mean, I think the the plain one was intentional when you like don't wear anything but your robe, and then also don't like tie your robe closed. It's, right? Is is that un, unintentional? No, 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 that's probably like. I mean, he could have been drunk though. To be fair, oh, he probably was. <laughs> uh but yeah, there there was like a lot of laughter after uh, Batista said, "Just keep that thing in your pants." Mm-hmm. And then. There was like a second where you see Triple H like kind of walk over and like whisper something in Randy yeah. Orton's ear, and then Randy Orton just starts cracking up and like buries his face in a turnbuckle. Yeah. <laughs> so that got a little uh, off, but it, it it looked like four guys like legitimately like having yeah, a good time. Yeah, and that's the other thing is all these other Evolution like reunions and stuff like that. Uh, there's always been like. Tease tension or like, I know there were some where like, um, it, it, it's usually Orton that threw the wrench in the works because like all the other guys wouldn't have been like active or whatever. Um, but like Orton's still on TV as a heel, this exact situation here. Um, so they feel the need to like, first of all, they go over the like, um, uh, the uh, revisionist history of oh Orton just couldn't cut it so he kicked him out of the group. Um, so you know that and that's not how it happened. It uh, was he won a championship belt and heel Triple H uh, couldn't handle uh, somebody in the group having the belt. That wasn't him, so they turned on him. But anyway, that they. Had, before they'd get caught up in like what's going on in wrestling now and like how do we work that into our own angle, it was nice for them to just like they're just evolution and they're like they all got their like jabs at each other, but it, it the it never like devolved into like a brawl or like guys hitting moves on each other and it was just this nice like friendly vibe, which is what it should have been. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I was kind of like, I thought the RKO like thing was like teasing it was kind of funny. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, nobody was going to boo an RKO, but like, mm-hmm. who was going to take it and why? Right. So. Uh, so moving on to a less than exciting segment, uh, mm-hmm. we had another World Cup qualifier match: uh, Rusev versus The Miz. Yep. And another missed opportunity to mix in some other nationalities. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess it... Did you see how red uh, Aiden English's shoulder was? Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. Um, But, yep, we got the Miz having something to do now that he can't, you know, wrestle Brian anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's a thing. Not a great match. Kind of a... Wasted segment, it felt like, but that's that's cool. Yeah, that's it's fine. Uh, then we had the cutting edge with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, which, mm-hmm. of course, turned into a brawl. Yeah. But, yeah, Edge. Good to see Edge. Um, good to see Edge, yeah. I'm glad he didn't injure his neck again going through the ropes. Mm-hmm. That was a great line by Becky. Yeah, it kind of was. I kind of you get used to these legends being like uh, respected or whatever. <laughs> um, so it was nice that uh, yeah, I don't know that caught me off guard. 
Um, I, I don't know why, but it, uh, no, I liked it. It was a, just a, a, a cutting, a, a great cutting line. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually really like, um, and I really like that she isn't going after the audience too. She's only mm-hmm. going after like, like she obviously like has like a superiority complex or whatever, but like she doesn't like mm-hmm. do the like typical, you know, she isn't doing the sports team thing. She isn't like going after like the slack jawed like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not doing the you people and your local sports team. So like you just keep cheering her. She's just, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously, you know, they're not against her. So there's no reason to, and that wouldn't make sense, but. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, then they had the pull apart, which was fine. I guess for the situation, it was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good segment. Um, although, like, it's not believable that, like, be- after being blindsided by Charlotte, that Becky would be able to get the upper hand on Charlotte. Yeah. Just because Charlotte yeah. is much more of a physical presence. So that, mm-hmm. you know. If I'm looking for something to be upset about. Yeah. Damn, not realistic wrestling. Yeah, come on, be real. <laughs> Up next, we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match, The New Day versus The Bar. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. I mean... Yeah, these these two have really good chemistry. And whether it's just one member from one group working with one member from another group or... It's them and, you know, they're mixed in with some other feud. So it's a six or eight man tag or something like that. Like they just, it just works. Like the, they had a heck of a match here in town, uh, when SmackDown was here, uh, back in whenever that was. <laughs> it didn't seem like it was that long ago. March, April. Um, wasn't it May? May. <laughs> I think it was May. You're right. Um, yeah, no, and then uh, uh, title change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though it was like the big show with the assist, which seemed kind of random. Yeah, um, it's random, definitely random now. We'll see if there's any sort of follow-up. Like, is he going to be a new part of the, the stable? You know, is this there like, but the New Day gets three people. Um, or is this just like when Kali helped Jinder win that one time and then disappeared? Um, yeah, but I think Big Show's like back just because he was on last week as well. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's not exactly the same as Kali and it, you can't like, you can't have something like that happen and him not go away. So I think it's going to have to be like a thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what you do with like Big Show really from here on out, but. You know, um, still good match though. I kind of think that, and I'm actually all for this. Is I think he's going to become a uh, more than just an honorary member of a bar, just a member of the bar, and then this is them kind of like exposing and taking advantage of the freebird rule, mm-hmm. and maybe this is how they. I don't know, like, it'd be really interesting to see some sort of, like, okay, this is, like, abuse of the Freebird rule. This obviously wasn't the intent of the rule, uh, so we're just getting rid of it. And then it's like, okay, how do the 
Like, how does the New Day react to the Freebird rule being banned or something like that? That'd be a really interesting storyline, I think. Oh, it'd be a good way to get, like, Big E off on his own, too. Yeah. Um, also, but I don't think, I don't know if they're going to ban it because, well, maybe they are. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. everybody's doing this now because uh, mm-hmm. the Undisputed Era was saying something about having four members now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Bobby Fish is back. Oh, good. He uh, he did a little run-in the, the other night. But, uh, yeah, so Adam Cole posted something about, like, you never know which two of us it's going to be for the tag team champions now that we've got, like, four or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So that was that was pretty cool. So it carries over. Yeah. Um, all right. And to, I mean, not, I guess, technically close out the show, but the main event match of the night, the world, yeah. the last World Cup qualifying match, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. And this could have been a good match. Supposedly there was more to it. It was cut somewhat short. That also oh, Undertaker could come out and say rest in peace. That was supposed to be longer too. It was pretty much evolution. Uh, the evolution promo kind of uh, took some liberties. Uh, yeah, it uh, it Marty'd the whole card. <laughs> okay, Marty wasn't the problem. It was. <laughs> That was a joke. I know Marty yeah. wasn't the problem. <laughs> but you knew what I meant. Yep. <laughs> uh, everybody's been saying that was Okada's doing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sad about it. Yeah. I, I am sad that I kind of got ripped off out of a uh, Shinsuke Mysterio match, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura has been on TV like once mm-hmm. in, or mm-hmm. twice in the last year or so. Yeah. Honestly, this it was all that it really needed to be. Like, I, it for a match that just was out of the blue. Like, I'd, I'd kind of want there to be something kind of. Yeah, know. but it was just kind of getting going, and you know, mm-hmm. it really could have been like a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think you probably you got an average match when it could have been something better, and I guess you don't maybe on a pay per view like down the line it would be better, but yeah, yeah. It was. I don't know. It was. I remember. Thinking at the beginning of the match, like, oh, this is just this is just cool. This is, you know, usually it's a indie promotion or it's like Jericho popping up in New Japan or it's 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 rare when the WWE has like two guys wrestling and you have the thought of like, oh wow, this is like uh, this is a really interesting matchup. Like this is this is cool, Mysterio and Nakamura. You know, I'm a little surprised that they didn't try to extend it an hour. Mm-hmm. I am too. I mean, I, I feel like this this was like the perfect length of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but not when yeah. you're trying to fit a bunch of stuff in. Considering whenever they did milestone raws back in the the pre three hour eras, whenever they did like a special raw, it was three hours. That's why three hour raw became a thing, is because it was. They used to do random, not random, they, they did them with reason, but there used to be um, occasional three-hour episodes that were used as, like, a big deal. And, yeah. Um, yeah, and then to close out the show, we have, before Ray can even leave the ring, we've got mm-hmm. The Undertaker's music hits. He comes mm-hmm. out, says... DX, I've got three words for you. Rest in peace. I guess that's accepting the challenge. Mm-hmm. And that was it. 
It was Return of the uh, like Gurgle. Mm-hmm. He did the Rest in Peace uh, again. It's <laughs> <laughs> his new catchphrase. The Gurgle. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ric Flair's too. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, pretty disappointing ending, I guess. Like it kind of. I don't know. We had a good tag team match, and then we had an okay match, and then it was just kind of, I don't know. I never thought I'd be, like, tired of The Undertaker. Yeah, here we are. Yeah. Um, Anything else about SmackDown before we move on to the merchandise this week? Yeah, so I kind of wish there was, I mean, maybe it did need a third hour. Um, but I kind of wish there was more like nostalgia in it. Cause it seems like they go all out for these raws. And then this was from a, not from a, like what happened on the show, but just from a, like what the show was, this was to be like the biggest SmackDown ever. And it was very entertaining. Like I, I judge how entertaining overall a show was by how many segments I skipped and I didn't skip a single one. No, I didn't either. Um, but I don't know, like, yeah, it was nice to see Edge and, you know, the McMahons and, um, whatever else happened, Evolution. (laughs) Uh, but like, I don't know, like, it, it just seemed like we're celebrating the history of this show and, I mean, I guess when they'd come back from commercial or whatever, there was like stills of big moments that happened and there was a big video package at the beginning, but like they just, I don't know, like they had a recorded video from Cena who I, I guess, you know, he's in China. So it would have been tough to be, have him be there, but it would have been nice if he was there. And if they could have got Cena there live and had a video from the rock, um, the other head was a tweet. They just got a tweet from the rock. Tell right. me you could, <clears throat> but the rock, cut. The Rock was never big on, like, SmackDown, though. It was his show. <laughs> it wasn't his show. It was his catchphrase. Yeah. But that's all it was. Like, I don't think he ever, like, I, I don't think he was, like, one of the guys that you think of when you think of SmackDown. Because when you think of SmackDown, like, it was Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, mm-hmm. Undertaker, Well, Batista. the guys, yeah, the guys you think of when you think of SmackDown are guys who had the luxury of working in a, like, brand split era. Right. Whereas most of The Rock's work would have come when SmackDown was just the show that came later in the week from Raw. Like, he was on SmackDown plenty. He was featured on SmackDown plenty. It was just when it was just a continuation of Raw. <clears throat> yeah, he, he he certainly wasn't what made it. He just, like, coined the phrase. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, and he he was, like, part of, like, the intro. I remember the original UPN intro. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that was... That's all I remember of the round, like specifically from SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like I don't know, JBL. I mean, I guess Booker was out there eventually calling commentary, yeah. but there's no no King Booker. There's no JBL. We just had a Ain't, King Booker not that long ago. Yeah, I know. No Boogeyman. Yeah, but he's like doing other things now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's just, 
it just seemed like they knew this was happening. <laughs> I just, I don't know. It, it just didn't seem like the, the the same effort was put into this nostalgia show as some of the other ones. And maybe that's not a complaint because you know they they were able in some instances to really like blend, um, you know, the current like storylines and characters with the nostalgia like the cutting edge segment was like really good. It was like, here's edge, you know, he's like a SmackDown guy. And then here's this current storyline. And it's this nice, like blending and meshing of old and new. And it's not, uh, sometimes with these nostalgia shows, I guess you can like, it's almost like just the week takes the show takes like a week off because you got to celebrate. And they were still able to, you know, build their main storylines. Yeah. Overall, it was a really good show. I just, I don't know if it will be remembered as like a, oh, that was a really big SmackDown. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, you know, SmackDown 2000, maybe they'll get it right. <laughs> well, next year we'll have SmackDown uh, 20. Ah. Well, there you so go. maybe maybe that'll be the big show redemption, and it'll be on Fox. Yep, it's gonna wind up being one of the first shows on Fox. That's exciting. Depending on when they count the first episode of SmackDown, right? I'd, I'd have to look into that when it actually was. There was a, like a pilot that aired like months before it actually started airing weekly, mm-hmm. and then it like started. So I don't know when the actual twentieth is, but no, you're right. That'll be that'll be fun. Ready to talk merchandise? Yeah, let's talk merch. There's some uh, there's some new stuff over in the WWE shop. Shop. We got some uh, Ronda Rousey replica gloves. Yep. To go along with your Roman glove and wristband, if you want. And vest. If you so choose, yeah. Uh, they got some Mysterio stuff in here, and they got yeah. some throwback. I like the Evolution skeletons. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice for uh, Halloween, especially. Yeah. But I'm actually kind of surprised there's not more this, and this kind of goes along with my closing thoughts on the SmackDown show. Is maybe they didn't think there was going to be interest in it, but I don't know where are the like. Uh, and Jericho wasn't on the card. I realize he's kind of in a weird spot with the company now. Yeah, but. I don't think Vince is real happy with him, and I think Jericho knows it too because he but made he, a, he made a comment about why he so, wasn't at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Against the Undertaker. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's just. It seems like there should be more. Um, like SmackDown. Like, there's not even a SmackDown. Well, I guess the SmackDown 1000 would be a weird shirt to make, but. Right. I don't know. Like. The, like, old, like, original SmackDown TV logo shirt mm-hmm. would have been fun to put up. Or, or the fist. Just, yeah, some old like <laughs> some old Eddie stuff or a foam something fist. like that. As I, I there was there was no Vicky, right? Vicky was on there. She was she was on the show. Yeah, she was on the show. She was on like a backstage segment with uh, Paige and Theodore Long. That's right. No, you're right. The former GMs and uh, Laurenitis. She said, "Excuse mm-hmm. me." Yep. Once yep. you are right. Um. But I don't know, like, would it have been nice if, like, Chavo came out? Could have had Chavo. 
Yeah. Old Chavo on the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Just SmackDown is just, it's always been the little, like the little brother. And I think because of that, there have been some like really fun moments that, I don't know. They maybe couldn't have gotten away with on Raw. Yeah. It's just, I would have liked to have seen that celebrated a little bit more across the, across the company. There's there's a, a surprising lack of SmackDown themed merch. I mean, there's a bunch of new Ray stuff. Yeah, but maybe we'll get that that Evolution shirt that uh, Triple H was wearing. Yeah, the Death Row one. Yeah, the, the Ray Mysterio one's cool. The back, I just they shouldn't have put like goat on the back with like the mm-hmm. extra O having his like mask in it. Oh yeah, it the mask makes it because usually you put a symbol or something there to replace a letter. So I think when you read that, you're like, "What's a goo at?" Do you feel like that's a shot at Jerica? It could be. Uh, And then they got the the masks. They got Mm -hmm. some new hats. Yep. Um. Then over on uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, we got some we got some new stuff, and I actually made a couple of purchases this past week. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I'll start with what they have. They've got a new gentleman uh, Jack Gallagher shirt over here. It's a pretty cool okay. one, actually. The Fisticuffs King. Oh, nice. Um, there's some Halloween thing. They appear to be. Halloween themed because we've got OVE, um, a Lucha Brothers one, and a zombie flip. Mm-hmm. Got some new SCU uh, shirts. We got the worst tour. <laughs> new Young Bucks shirt that is uh, that is different than the Bullet Club logo. Ah. Uh, a bunch of new micro brawlers. I don't know if you know what micro brawlers are. They're like the little uh, figures. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they're expensive though for like what they are. For what they are, yeah. I wouldn't pay that much for one unless there was somebody. Well, mm-hmm. there's a Marty Scurll one. <laughs> Damn it! Anyway, there's a Vicky Guerrero one. Huh. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of like new ones over here. Um. So what I purchased this week was the last uh the last Young Bucks Bullet Club shirt. Mm-hmm. The golden young or the golden skull with the yeah. bandana, and mm-hmm. the switchblade uh, bullet club shirt, ah. because he finally got an actual bullet club shirt, nice. and uh, something else that wasn't like clothing that I got. Uh, and I sent you a picture of this thing, but it's the comic book story of professional wrestling. Yeah, it's actually really cool, and I, you might want to like look into it if you can find a mm-hmm. copy of it. Yeah, I pre-ordered it, so I got it like signed and everything by the authors. Uh, but it's actually like the history. Like it starts like way back when, and it talks about like the WWF Attitude Era and like a bunch of like different things. Like it actually kind of goes into detail about like the history of wrestling. It's not just like some kind of whatever. It's got like WCW when the NWO came in. Um, there's. Stuff about, like, um, Jerry the King Lawler back in the day, the Bullet Club, 
New Japan, like the origins of professional wrestling, like a, a lot. Of, there's a lot of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's a real, it's really well done too. Like really good artwork. So definitely, like I think there might even be stuff about. Yeah, they've got Ring of Honor. I mean, it, it's got everything in it. Yeah, it's it's really cool though. I don't know if you're still into comic books or still have any interest in that. Like, I would, I would definitely like give it a look. I think it was like twenty bucks or something like that. That's reasonable. But it's it's like thick too. Like it's yeah, uh, it's a pretty good size. It's not but just I'd, like a little. I'd like to think if it's the like, like history, history of wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Um, any other merchandise that you wanted to talk about? No, has anything gotten out about what is in the uh, the new? Like, if I were, I'm not going to because uh, I, I think I'd prefer to have control over what merch is purchased uh, and not just get surprises. Um, is there any word on what is in? If I were to get the new Slam Crate, what is? included in that because i know it's not random for everybody everybody gets the same one so the, i think it comes every like two months or something like that yeah and the last yeah. one i heard was um i don't know about a, a new one but like the last one had like a fanny pack and like a towel mm-hmm. um and i want to say that the towel was one of them that you can't just order it's like a rowdy rowdy piper one uh. and then there might have been like an action figure or something like that, and then like a shirt. Hmm. I can't remember. I I I I haven't like gone and really like looked for it. I haven't actually like looked at it to see how much it was or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't, I don't can't responsibly like right. <laughs> you know, order something mm-hmm. like that. But um, you know, every once in a while, if I want to spend like fifty bucks on a couple t-shirts that's one thing but like every two months can't be a yeah especially <laughs> when you don't know what you're getting yeah um i have been playing the 2k19 and it is really good is it yep and i really like the pop that came with it too mm. the the rings kind of hokey that it came with yeah and like the little plaque like it's okay mm. but i could have done without it but like the pop is actually really nice I was really, really excited about that one. Nice. But, yeah, the game's actually, like, really good. Um, the the storyline, like, your character actually talks now, and, like, other people actually talk instead of just, like, words on the screen. Yeah, I saw a clip of the talking, a uh, particular of one... Cena? Quotes, John Cena. Yeah, that one wasn't great. But it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Is it? <laughs> I mean, we'll have something good in a couple of years. The Cena stuff was, like, I don't know, do they not have old clips, or they really couldn't have gotten him to record some lines? Nah. I don't know. At least right. it's not words on the screen with you just, like, standing there, like, I, I don't know. I liked the words on the screen um, because it could be, like, Anything. I remember the the way the old storylines would work is it it almost added like playability to it because it would be like random people that would be used and you'd get like a new storyline each time almost because they didn't they weren't like tied down by 
um, who recorded the lines. So, you know, only this person recorded the lines. So, you know, it has to be, the storyline has to play out like this. Anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like it. Um, of, of course, the most downloaded uh, creator wrestler is Tommaso Ciampa. Of course. Because he's not in the game. Yep. Maybe uh, I'll just keep playing 2018 where Tommaso Ciampa is in the game. Yeah. No, this is this, this is a better game overall. Like, it feels better. It, it, it really is just like a better overall game. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What cards are we opening this week? Um, what are we? Is it is it an NXT week? I think it's an NXT week. All right, all right. We've got Andrade Cien Almas debuts defeating Ty Dillinger. Hey. Uh, we've got Sami Zayn returning. Defeating Ty Dillinger. I was about to say, wasn't that Ty Dillinger too? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Aliyah. Al- oh. Uh, Finn yeah. Balor. Mm-hmm. Defeating Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Bobby Roode arriving in NXT. Kathy Kelly and Peyton Royce. I got to get some new cards. <laughs> At least if they were just average people and these were from the 80s, it would be exciting. It would be exciting. Uh, do you have any outside of the WWE or any news in the WWE that we haven't discussed? I don't know. Did you want to talk about Aries at all? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's talk about Aries. <laughs> did you? So you saw the clip. Did Did you hear yeah. any updated news on that? Like, I know his contract um... was up, but... Yeah, so the updated news is just kind of following in line with what the initial reaction and speculation was, is there are some reports that it is a shoot, and there are some reports that it is a work. So I don't really know. It's Well, his contract's up. Right. My gut gut tells me that it is a work of sorts, Um, but... Like, you know, knowing what we, I guess not knowing because we don't know the guy, but understanding what we have all heard and come to think we know about Austin Aries is it sounds like something that the guy would do. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's, um, he's kind of a douche. It doesn't seem out of the character for what we understand him to be. Um, but that being said, there have been plenty of like you know uh morally and ethically ethically questionable guys come through wrestling and um there is at least you know the professional um like courtesy that they tend to have and this was seemed a little out of line you know from that so i i my gut is that it is a work of of some sort um, and yeah, the contract is up, but it doesn't mean that he can't sign a new one or go somewhere else for a little bit and come back eventually and, or get sued by a company or get sued by a company. I mean, it, I think it was done. That leads me to believe that it's not like a work is that like, it's kind of killing the business, you know? Yeah. 
because he no sold like the new champions, mm-hmm. you know, finisher, and then flipped a bunch of people off. Which I don't know how TNA is with the rules, but you know, I I don't know how they are with like their their rating system, like them being a family show or whatever. Right. So it's kind of. Eh. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh. Other than that, um, apparently there is growing um, unhappiness with the new management in NXT, or not in NXT in uh, New Japan. Yeah. So a lot of speculation saying that there's going to be another max mass exodus. Mm-hmm. Including the elite. Yep. In its entirety. And there's been a lot from Tamatanga, like posting things online. Have you seen any of that? Um, I want to say I've heard about it, but I can't at this moment, you know, specifically cite anything. So, um, Finn said happy birthday to Tama. Mm-hmm. Tama. Uh, and he said, hey, uh, or, or thanks or something. Um, mm-hmm. You got some uh, ex-Bullet Club members heading your way. Just remember what they did to you. Ah. So that's fun. Yeah. I hadn't heard or seen that. Although Finn kind of like, he didn't get like exiled from the Bullet Club, did he? He did. Did he? Yeah. Okay. In the same fashion that uh, AJ was? They've done everybody. Yeah, that was kind of the trend that they had is AJ ousted Finn Balor on his way out. Kenny ousted AJ on his way out. And then... I don't know. Kenny hasn't really been ousted. Well, I mean, Tamatanga. Right, yeah. But, I mean, they're still doing the... It's it's Because he wasn't really, like, kicked out of the Bullet Club. It's just, it's more like we have an NWO, like, Wolfpack in Hollywood thing right. now. But, yeah, um, there's a lot of speculation around Hangman right now. Mm-hmm. It was more like what Vince would be looking for, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of people coming out of New Japan, and it's gonna look a lot different, I think. Yeah. And then you know, Kota's got kind of a working relationship with WWE based off of that one appearance that he made that one time. He made several appearances that yeah. one time. You know, it was all like in the same day, though. Or are those all he... recorded on the same day? Um, it was. Certainly over the, I wouldn't say it was recorded outside of a month, but it was probably just a couple weeks. He did some NXT stuff too. What a weird time. Yeah. (laughs) The the Kota Ibushi and um, Zack Sabre Jr. cameos. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were more than cameos. They had multiple matches, but just kind of a funny thing to look back and remember. But yeah, it sounds like uh, WWE is going to be an exciting place pretty soon. Um, yeah, just in time for the uh, the Royal Rumble if they can keep well, it under wraps until then. Yeah, it, it just hopefully it isn't like oversaturation. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your favorite wrestler this week? Um, you know, it was not so much a wrestler because of his wrestling, but. Uh, it was nice to see, and him being, you know, welcomed and appreciated back. Um, 
it was nice to have Batista back on a WWE screen in a WWE ring and teasing that uh, there may be some wrestling potentially around the corner for him. Uh, my favorite wrestler this week is Batista. I'm actually going outside of the WWE. Um, I listened to an interview with this guy this week. Actually, a couple of interviews uh, this week. And then I went and watched some matches because, you know, that's what happens. Um, Joey Ryan. Ah. He was on the Stone Cold podcast. He's actually a really, like, well-spoken, like, intelligent, like, humble guy. He's well, like, yeah, he's, he's like, founded a half dozen or so wrestling promotions. Yeah. He's, got, he's got a pretty good mind. And he's... Uh, for uh, a guy who does like all his own marketing, like it's, it's it's probably either him or a guy like Colt Cabana, as far as like guys who do the best at marketing themselves. Maybe you may throw the bucks in there too. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of the best at it. So yeah. Um, but yeah, he uh, it was kind of cool. Like, it, it, and with Stone Cold, and he was on the clean the clean show for Stone Cold this week. Because Stone Cold mm-hmm. does like a family friendly, and then he does like a, you know, right. Mm-hmm. But like Joey Ryan doesn't like swear or like anything when he talks, which isn't like who his character seems like or anything like that. But right, kind of he's like a, a more interesting guy than you'd think, just like listening to him talk. I would have assumed he was a very interesting guy. Yeah. Well, you, you know what I, I I don't know. He he's different, I guess, is what. He's a lot gotcha. different than you'd expect him to be like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like he's more he's more of like a cerebral guy and it's mm-hmm. it's fun to listen to him talk and kind of hear the wheels spinning in his head. Mm-hmm. When all you think of when you think of Joey Ryan is the famous dick wrestler. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, if if you get a chance like check that one out like for sure. Yeah. But I mean I know he's been my favorite like before. Mm-hmm. I got really into the the like bar wrestling thing, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I, don't know, I I need to get high spots again, and, like watch a bunch of stuff. And he'd be a guy that if both parties would be interested in such a thing, it would be a really fun um, if they could get him on like a one or two month contract. Just come in, do a couple storylines in like on like two oh five, and then split. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the Indies, let's be honest, uh, the Indies is a much better place with Joey Ryan on him. Yeah, he, he that character wouldn't work in the WWE. But, like, well, yeah, obviously that, that character, but aspects of it could work right. for a short run. Yeah, because he didn't really do, like, the dick shtick thing in uh, Lucha. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, and this is going back to news, but did you see Zack Ryder might be joining 205? I did see that. So that could be fun. We could have... We'd have what Mike Kanellis mm-hmm. um, is heading over there. Mm-hmm. We could get probably Dillinger could probably lighten up mm-hmm. enough. I mean, if I Murphy think, could do it, I don't think Ryder could. Ryder's actually, and you're going to see it once he starts getting in the ring with guys. Ryder's actually like a somewhat big guy. Yeah, but Murphy's a big guy too. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just thinking Ryder's bigger than he is, but I, think, I, mean, I mean, hey, if they're willing to like you know budge on the strictness of the live part of the name, then why not just go ahead and budge on the uh, the strictness of the 205 part too? I, I like the 205 part. <laughs> I like that they like 
you hear about like all these guys like cutting weight to be on it and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Anything else to close out the show? No, I think that was a a nice uh, nice sum up of the week. <laughs>